The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. We're on a mission from God. With your host... A jelly donut! David Garofalo. How did it get here? Mr. Jonathan. I hear you. And I care. Barry Stein. I'm going to use my spare glove compartment underwear as a napkin. And Ed Sullivan. They don't have a listing for Mr. Wonderful. What uh, spelling did you use? It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, July 7, 2018, broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And he is the son of master cigar blender Hanky Kellner, the man that helped put Davidoff cigars on the lips of aficionados around the world for the past 50 years. Now, Klaus Peter Kellner is standing on his own and taking over the next 50 years. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority now in its ninth year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. (laughs) Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Klaus Peter Kellner, are you there? Yes, I am. There he is. Where are you? I am in uh, Pinellas Park, Florida, the offices of Davidoff Geneva, USA. Oh, on a Saturday. Open on a Saturday or are you all by yourself? All by myself, just for you guys. Oh, aren't you nice? Thank you. Good to see you. Thanks for coming on the Cigar Authority. Um, what is your official title now here with Davidoff? Well, officially, as of this week, I am going to be the Davidoff Senior Brand Ambassador in the United States. Of the Davidoff Company or the Davidoff Brand? Cigar uh, that itself. Brand. Of the brand itself, Davidoff. Oh, fantastic. And uh, second is, how is Dad? My father, uh, a little sad I moved on to the U.S., but uh, he's good with the family down in the American Republic, and he's excited for the new, for the new job, right? For the, for the new job in the next 50 years of Davidoff, right? This is a milestone here happening. And yeah, he's, he's got a big shadow, so I got to step up my game, huh? There you go. And, jeez, uh, we'll, we'll see what you got planned. One of the, the new things that are out there now um, is uh, the Davidoff Special R that we have, uh, and it's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. Mm-hmm. Barry, what do you have on this? Well, today's first cigar is the Davidoff 702 Special R, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Davidoff Cigars. The Special R measures 4 and 7 eighths by 50, and it features an Ecuadorian Lajero Oscuro sun-grown wrapper over Dominican binder and fillers. It's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and it'll set you back $21.59 for a single, $84.99 for a four-pack, or a box of 25 at just $509.99, which is a savings of almost $31, or 6% off the single price, at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Okay. Do you have one of these cigars there? There's a warehouse right behind you. (laughs) You have it. Perfect, perfect. 
All right, we're going to give it a cut and light, and we'll talk about the cigar, and we've got a lot of questions to ask you. Uh, right now, it's the official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So... Klaus Peter, you use a straight cut when you cut a cigar? Yeah, double blade. Yep. Cantaloupe on the cold draw. And you people that are smoking along with us can't say well, I'm full of it. This it's, is the part of the care package, so we got 700 people smoking the cigar right now. And for those that aren't part of the care package, this is not just any Davidoff Special R. This is the 702 series. I don't think we said that yet. Yep, 702 Special R. Yeah. Tell me that's not cantaloupe. Your head looks like a cantaloupe. This is before you light it, Klaus Peter. Did you smoke it? Oh, before? I'm so sorry. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. So you take a cold drawer on it. And it, not it's freaking cantaloupe, right? Cantaloupe. Cantaloupe. You can use Fantasia. Screw you, Ed. You can use this in your tastings. Uh, when, when you say it, we'll tell you uh, exactly how this goes. It's more of a honeydew. <laughs> You're going to split hairs between a cantaloupe and a honeydew? Yes, they, they taste am. very different. It's, it's melon-like. <laughs> so this this is the care package? This yes. cigar was over $20 by itself. Yeah, you lost money this month. Yeah? Just like Whose almost idea? every month. Whose idea was that? I don't know what ended up happening. We had Klaus Peter. What else are we going to do? Because I'm intrigued by the 702 wrapper. What is the 702 wrapper, and why is this special? Uh, 702 wrapper is a hybrid created by the company. So it's a long process, kind of like using Mendel's theory. And uh, 702 is actually a hybrid of three types of seeds. And that includes Criollo 98 uh, with uh, another Habano, which is Corojo. And then, uh, so it's about 25% Criollo 98, 25% Corojo. And then there's a 50% Pelo de Oro, which gives it a nice roundness in the front. That's the fruity component. So, so how, you're creating a seed and, and putting three different tobaccos together to create the seed. How do you do that? So in this particular case, uh, we took first the Criollo 98 and the Corojo. In normal circumstances, uh, if you were just crossing seeds in your farm, it would take about eight years to do this crossing. Uh, when you cross two seeds, genetically different, yeah. you a son or the F2 generation, right? And that makes a seed that is 50% the father, 50% the mother. Let's call it that. And in theory, the next tobacco tastes 50%, 50%. Okay. What you want to do is you want to make it male sterile, so you cross it with a seed that is male sterile, and you got to cross it about eight times to get 99% of what you want. So the next son, the F3 generation, would be 75% the seed that you want with a uh, 25% of the other seed. And then you keep crossing it until you get 99.999%. Once you got that seed stabilized, and I don't want to mean to get very technical. No, too then late. We, uh, then we basically cross it with Pelo de Oro, which Pelo de Oro was a very traditional Cuban seed that was uh, widely used until the blue mold came about. Uh, Pelo de Oro is highly allergic to blue mold. So you can only grow it in countries that don't have blue mold, yeah. kind of like Ecuador. So you cross the Andes, you get to Ecuador, there's no blue mold there. So you can have a hybrid that has pelo de oro in it. 
So even, even though it's a great seed that tastes amazing, gives a really nice sweet component in the front, uh, because it is allergic to the blue mold, you don't see it being grown in countries that have blue mold, such as Cuba, Dominican Republic, Central America. So now you end up growing the seed years ago, and yeah. you're getting Rapafilla binder out of this thing, and you said, okay, the Rapa component of this is going to be good with this, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, with the regular Davidoff Special R, the same exact components, the only difference is the wrapper is different. Yes, it's exactly the same cigar that you guys have no, uh, grown to love, the Special R, but it has the 702 component. The first time that we ever uh, had the, the seed stabilized was in 2007. So the company, uh, our, we could say our mad scientist, you guys know Manuel Peralta, yep. our economist, uh, he, he created the seed. And it's called the 702 because it is the 702nd seed that he's created. Wow. Yes, so we create a lot of seeds. <laughs> and um, he, we are under contract with, uh, with David Perez, ASP Enterprises, uh, one of the, uh, the biggest Connecticut grower, uh, Connecticut type seed grower in Ecuador. And we do a lot of work with him. And under contract, he grows the seed for us in Ecuador. The first time we ever grew that tobacco with him was in 2007, and the first time you guys ever saw it in a cigar was in 2009, the limited edition uh, 702 Selección Especial. Um, now that cigar became such a success that Davidoff uh, and the crowd asked for, uh, for more cigars be to be made with the 702, and that's why you're seeing a lot of these classics like Special R, Aniversario Number 3, uh, Davidoff 2000, that are going to come out with this cigar or have come out with this uh, wrapper, which is the 702. Well, so a lot of people uh, in the care package have the cigar and smoke it. And I want to tell you, it's very different. I learned to love it. Um, and it, it dramatically changes a, a regular Davidoff Special R. And this is a totally different animal, even though there's only one wrapper difference right. that's in it. So let's give it a light. Let's give it a taste, see what it's all about. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Equalizer because the cigar is... The great equalizer this features four jets it's a single action so you press the button down the lid pops open and all four jets are fueled by the patented vertigo big ass tank and uh, but wait there's more we also have a flip out bullet punch that pops off the bottom this lighter retails for $19.99 it is the vertigo equalizer and it doesn't get really hot when you no, it does cooking it for a long time beautiful lighter in a beautiful cigar but no cheap date. We're looking at, what would you say, like $22? It is $21.59. Yeah. But I'll tell you, you're going to get a long, slow burn out of this. Uh, more spicy than the regular Davidoff, which is also an Ecuador wrapper on it, though, but Ecuador shade, right? Yes. It's so Ecuador, Connecticut, Ecuadorian. So grown in the same place. The same insides, completely binder filler, and both of them have an Ecuador wrapper, but the only change up is the seed. And, uh, yes. Yeah. And what, the wrapper. Yeah, the wrapper. The wrapper because of, but it's an Ecuador wrapper on both of them. It's the seed of the wrapper mm -hmm. that ends up changing it. And we look at, at the light colored uh, Ecuador, Connecticut, 
and um, almost looking like USA Connecticut. I mean, it's a it's a light brown color. Yeah. And this one is almost Maduro. I mean, it's pretty dark. It has a mahogany color too. Yeah. It's very chocolatey looking. Very shiny. And it doesn't have that quintessential Davidoff barnyard taste to start. No, it tasted like cantaloupe. We went over that. <laughs> well, that was before you lit it. I'm talking after you lit it. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot more spice and pepper on this yeah. versus the original line. But there's also like an underlying caramel sweetness to it as well. I love it. This is, this is my favorite one. Um, so, uh, so I, the wrapper. I, yeah. Um, basically, what you're getting is uh, the wrapper accounts for about 4 to 6% of the total weight of the cigar, right? So we're literally changing just let's say 5% of the cigar, of the whole blend. And it completely changes the cigar. But you've got, a, in the regular special R, you've got a wrapper that is uh, Connecticut, Con Ecuador, and it's very light. We really like the Connecticut from Ecuador because it tends to be uh, very neutral, doesn't influence too much in the overall blend. It gives a little bit in the back, but it's so light that you can really play around with uh, the ingredients inside, the filler and the binder. In this case, this really becomes a very significant part of the blend because even though it is maybe 2% more heavy, it's a much oilier wrapper, a much more shinier wrapper, uh, it is an Habano type. And that's where the Criollo 98 and the Corojo come in. Rolls right off the tongue. Here we go. <laughs> you wish you could talk like that. Jeez Louise. So you and your, both, you, you and your dad both work for Davidoff, but... Is your job primarily working for your father? So in the last year and a half, I was actually living in the Dominican Republic. I was helping Davidoff uh, with their marketing from Dominican Republic. And while I'm in DR, obviously, I also help with the family farms. So we do have farms uh, that grow tobacco for Davidoff. We are contracted farmers. Uh, one of them is being Hikome. It's zone seven for the company. We grow mainly uh, San Vicente-type tobaccos there and hybrids that the company creates. Uh, actually, 45% uh, uh, of the blend in this cigar has San Vicente from Zone 7, from my farm. So you got San Vicente Visus and 45% uh, of the blend in this cigar, which is pretty cool to say. So your dad not only works for Davidoff uh, in the factory pot, but... Um, you guys are kind of double dipping in the in the respect that they're buying tobacco from the Kellner farm. Yes, we got that farm, and then we also have the Yamasa farm as well. Okay. Now, when you talk about San Vicente, San Vicente, if I'm not mistaken, has a very unique property to it in that it does not allow you to have a dry palate while you're smoking. Is that correct? Yes. It so San Vicente being in an Habano-type seed, uh, it was brought from Cuba to the Dominican Republic in 1962. It has the characteristic that it can stimulate here in your palate. Right. So you got your salivary glands being stimulated, which produces saliva, and basically it doesn't allow for your palate to be dry. If you were to have a cigar only with uh, mainly a banotype, lineal type stimulation cigars, uh, tobaccos like uh, the Corojo, like the, uh, like the Piloto, it would be a cigar that only hits you in the bitter and also in the front. You would feel a lot of spicy and pepper but there would be nothing stimulating here. So your mouth will start to dry out and the cigar will get harsher as you smoke it. So basically San Vicente in that 45 percentage 
will be enough to produce saliva. So you guys should all feel, as you smoke the cigar, a nice flow of saliva. Not too much, but just enough right here. And it just will spread the flavors across the palate and make it a much more even smoke. Okay, so now you're, you're working uh, in the U.S. for Davidoff. Um, will your association with your father still be going on? Well, I'm supposed to help uh, as much as I can from here. Uh, it's still the family farms, right? Right. Mainly on the administrative side. I won't be able to be there on the day-to-day. What's really cool is that I will still be in charge of uh, taking the or leading the trips and the tours that we do of the factory in January, February. So uh, the retailers that go down, if people go down for Pro Cigar, I will still be down there for that. All right, so you're going back and forth. Yes, I'll be traveling a lot. Will we expect to see you uh, at cigar events across the country? Yes, I will be going to cigar events. I hope to do some seminars here and there, uh, cigar tastings. Good. And I will also be going to the bigger ones and uh, representing uh, the company. So uh, you were up here a few years ago. Uh, doing a, a tasting seminar. I've, I've been through your dad's tasting seminar uh, many times, and I was interested to see uh, your take of how you did it. And I got to tell you, you killed it. Uh, you took what, the great things that your dad was doing, but you actually put a little more modern young guy spin to it or whatever. Uh, you did a fantastic job. So is this an improving thing, or is your show your show at this point? This is what you do, or you changing it up, or what are you doing? Well, I don't want to make it stale. So every time I come back to uh, a place, I would not be doing the same seminar. I would try to maybe do some other cigars, uh, keeping basically a lot of the uh, the essential uh, information the same. But you got to make give a spin on it, yeah. make it more fun, or bring a different type of uh, liquor or your poison, whatever your poison is, to pair with your cigar. So you got to make it fun, of course. Sure. That one, so, one. You guys had even people from Canada to come come down. Mm. So Dave mentioned that you put a younger spin on it when you were up here. Davidoff kind of has that um, older clientele, the more established, distinguished gentlemen. What challenges do you think you would have as a younger person behind the brand? Well, definitely take the whole mentality off that Davidoff is a, a good and tight uh, kind of brand. We are fun people. You come down to this office and uh, we're a very uh, young group of guys and ladies that are working really hard to make the brand much more lively. You've seen it also in the marketing and the type of events that we're doing. Um, yeah, that Davidoff is uh, in many ways seen as a cigar that is m- more expensive. It is uh, in comparison to other brands. But it doesn't mean that a young person can't attain this cigar and this quality, right? And maybe not every day, but once a couple times, once a, a couple times a month, spoil yourself, right? Yeah, twenty dollars ain't gonna make or break you, but you're gonna get an experience that you're not gonna get on other cigars. I gotta tell you, if somebody being in retail, somebody comes in and says, "Wow, I love that Davidoff uh, Special R Seven O Two. What else? Where else are you gonna take me?" And honestly, there's no place to take you with this particular cigar. No, you can go within that brand. If you want to go from the Special I, maybe try the Special T, but yeah. very unique taste. Which, yeah, which there's really no other too. cigar in the line that tastes like this. Um, this is very classic-like, but you do get 
very Davidoff classic, but you do get that taste in the back, and then you get that sweetness. That Habano gives it a boost of about, you maybe we could say in a scale of 1 to 10, a boost in power in the back, like a 2. And it definitely gives it a roundness in the front. Um, if you really had to go to another line in the Davidoff line, you'd have to try to aim for an Habano-type stimulation, maybe like a Davidoff Nicaragua or... What's interesting is I've been seeing a lot of people comparing this to the new Winston Churchill, the late hour. Oh. You know because what? You there is a little similarity there. Mm-hmm. All right. They both have that oaky finish. Mm-hmm. There's some spiciness that comes from the barrel they use in the Winston Churchill, the late hour. So they kind of match. They can, you can pair a lot of uh, bourbons, a lot of whiskeys. This cigar also would work with the Winston Churchill, the late hour. Ah. So have you uh, got into the blending side of this at all? Mm. With the company, with Davidoff, I've obviously been trained uh, to do blending. Uh, there is there's a lot of participation. We're a really big team. And nowadays it actually includes um, sending the cigars to Switzerland, uh, getting I- ideas also from retailers. So sometimes we'll send cigars to retailers so they, they kind of have a feel of what we're doing. So we're really... Uh, getting a lot of uh, ideas from outside of the company, which is good because that way we know what the market really wants. Um, but in regards to actually me making a blend that is for the company, that's a team effort. You okay, I'd, I'd love to see some, I'd love to see your take on it. I always like a, the next generation to come in and uh, say, "This is what I would do with it," and good or bad, let, let's see what you got. Uh, because the apple don't fall far from the tree, I'm guessing. Uh, okay. no, known, you, known you for a while, uh, that's what I would think anyway. But there's nothing out there yet that is, is uh, Klaus Peter's blend or any thought of that direction. Uh, no. No, okay. I mean, you could argue that um, my brother, uh, he has a smoking jacket uh, line. Yes. David contributes the smoking jacket cigar for him in the United States. Uh, there is a cigar that he made for my father, the Henke. Yeah. It's very special to us. And that cigar was a collaboration between uh, Hendrik, Henry Mo, my big brother, myself, and my father. So we did a lot of tastings, and we kept perfecting it. It actually took several months to get the blend just right before he considered it was a cigar worthy of having the Henke name on it. I have a box of cigars that your dad gave me. I think you were here when he, when he came and gave it to me. And it's a stand-up box, Kelna, with hand-painted on it. Whatever happened with that? Is that ever going to be released? Are you ever going to come out with that? No, that's a cigar that my father created uh, basically to protect the Kellner name. Um, so nobody can use it. Um, we are... Uh, always been with that um it's really interesting because my father never made a brand uh for himself he always basically wanted to make the best cigar ever and he wanted to focus on the factory and make all the processes as perfect as possible so that the consumer uh enjoys the perfect cigar so along comes Davidoff, and he meets the perfect company that wants to do marketing and sales, and he's making the cigar for them. And he didn't have to worry about marketing a cigar for himself. And this is back in the 90s. Sure. Uh, and, and actually 1990, that's when the production first started. So he never made a cigar for himself, but he did create that blend to uh, protect the Kellner name. 
And it is a cigar that we, every so often, we have to launch it, put it into the market to protect the blend. And you actually were one of the few stores that got it so to prove that's out in the market. Ah, okay. All right. I, I have a box put aside uh, for a special occasion when you guys come up with something to have with you. Uh, but I, I think it could be something. Uh, you're, you're in there for the trademark purposes and for the yes. uh, FDA purposes if and when you ever wanted to, to do it. You never know. Never know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we are uh, less than a week away now from IPCPR uh, in Las Vegas. Are you going? Mm-hmm. And I've seen nope. you for many years. Years, uh, 27 years old. I, I kind of think I remember you there uh, even longer than you should. I mean, you, you've been going, going for a long time. Yeah, I, I've been going to Vegas, I think, since I was at least 12. 12 years, years old. old. All right, so yeah. you're you, as a young man, 27 years old, 27 years of cigars experience that you managed to uh, cram in there. You're born in it your whole life. Yes. This has been it. And um, can you tell us what is coming out at IPCPR with, uh, with the Davidoff company or the Davidoff brand itself? Well, probably one of the biggest things to look forward to is the Diadema Fina for the 50th anniversary. Um, I don't think anything that you guys... M- Everything that is coming out, you guys already know of. Um, but that is probably the one thing that is everybody's looking forward to because that cigar is basically the the reblend or making it as close as possible to the 100th anniversary of uh, Zeno Davidoff, the 2006 Dia de Mafina. And that is a special cigar for sure. This is the one in the jar? Yes, that's yeah. the one in the jar. Beautiful, beautiful. Have you- I have it. Yes, I've had a sample of it, and uh, I have a jar of it, and uh, looking forward to it. That'll be uh, available for sale at that point and ready to ship. Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe so. so I look, believe so. Look for that, everybody. Um, there's, a, there's a small number in the jar, too. It's not a, a, a 25 count or anything, right? It was a 10 count. 10 count jar, beautiful uh, collector's item. Uh, something you guys want to really look for. Is there anything going to be at the show? A lot of times your company sends lots of releases out and stuff, but then at the trade show is the secret project that, that nobody said anything about, and here we are uh, less than a week away. Now would be the time to say it because nobody's listening. I don't think I should say anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what's interesting is that uh, you guys should look into the vault program. Uh, that's basically kind of like this Diadema uh, Fina. Uh, basically, the Volt program that Davidoff has going on is every couple months they re-release a blend that was very famous or really uh, everybody liked. So it's just a program that you can sign up for and you can uh, get cigars that very limited quantities and they were the best of the best in its time. And we're re-blending the blend as close and as perfect as we can to make it happen you know we just uh, got the avo 22 in oh i know you're a, you're a fan of that i one. You am have lots of that in your office i do and those were the original ones and i bought a whole bunch of them i mean i found a cigar that i absolutely loved and then obviously it was all over and now the new avo 22s came in and i'll tell you you nailed it uh, we, we just smoked it the other we day. We smoked it on Thursday, and it tasted just like the original. Right on. It was it was actually right on to to bring me back all those years. I mean, wow. I mean, you, yeah, you have the you know this is what it was. Let me recreate it, and you know it's hard to believe that you can actually come out with something and duplicate something that many years ago. 
and that is very hard to do. Uh, the only way you can do that is if you have an inventory, you know, you have the blend written down, but every year the weather is different, the crop is different, the tobacco tastes different, and the only way you can guarantee that the blend is the same from year to year is having a huge inventory so you can play around with your ingredients. You know, we're blenders, but in many ways we're chefs, and we have all these ingredients, and if our ingredients change, it's our job as chefs to make the blend exactly the same. Klaus, do you have a do you have a backlog of those cigars, let's say the Avo 22, that you can smoke and try to get the blend as close to it, or are you basing this just on a recipe? Well, the recipe is, you could say, this, the mathematical side of it, right? Where you have the percentages and you have the weights of each tobacco. It's actually... Uh, quite interesting to look at it from the blender side where when you get really mathematical with it and that will give you a really good idea of what the cigar was the problem comes when you go as far back as avo 22 for example because even if you have a cigar the, the original cigar in your humidor the aging process will continue to happen in that cigar so the cigar slowly changes you know um you could say it's a, aging is a very slow form of fermentation. So you got this cigar that the oils are slowly being released uh, through the years. As long as there's humidity, tobacco keeps evolving. So even if you, uh, 16 years later, you smoke the cigar, that's going to be a different cigar. So you have to have it in your mind. We also recreate cigars throughout the years, but it's impossible to say that, hey, I have every single cigar in, in inventory, right, from back then. Right. It, and the worst, it, the worst happens when you got a cigar like the Diadema Finas, right? The 50th anniversary, 100th anniversary that we are relaunching. That cigar, the original cigar, 2006, had tobacco in the cigar from 1993, from the only time Zeno Davidoff came to the American Republic to visit the farms. So that cigar had a leaf in the blend of the farm that he went to visit. Mm. Something very special. And obviously... Uh, eight, 12 years down the road, you don't have that tobacco in stock anymore. So you have to find also a, a tobacco in inventory that is just as aged. So yes, 13 years aged. And that is going to give you the same tones that has gone through similar aging process to match it with what you have on the computer, with your blend, with what you remember. And yeah. it's an art. There's no other way to explain it. And it's the art. people that are there have been there that long that do do remember it. I'll tell you, they nailed the uh, AVO 22. They nailed it uh, right on, exact. We're smoking oh. the Davidoff 702 Special R, part of the Cigar Authority care package. Guys, early thoughts here, flavor components. What are you getting out of it? Let's see if we get it right. There's a uh, cinnamon chai tea note in there he's, with a he's little, laughing I, I see I can see him in the, in the monitor here there's a creamy tea like cinnamon thing happening here I don't I don't think you got it because he's, he's laughing he's laughing much. because <laughs> it's funny because it's true right ah, it's funny because it's true <laughs> I'm gonna go with there's a little bit of a, a chili pepper component to it with a oaky finish it's Sullivan you want to add to this mess uh, I'm gonna go with it is very well aged and blended tobacco that's delicious a little spicy to it a little bit of spice compared to the standard line yeah it, it, it took the it, easy it, way out yeah well listen I didn't want him laughing at me yeah. <laughs> in front of your face right because you can see him too you can see him too what, what should we be what should we be tasting here well there's, there's two ways to go about it, right? And uh, 
I think the really beautiful way is when you start matching it up with uh, aromas and tastes that you're very familiar to. Um, the problem goes when you have a big audience and everybody has been exposed to different uh, aromas, tastes, and not everybody can match on the words. So when you go to chai tea, I'm not really a big tea guy, and <laughs> I'm not going to be able to make the connection, right? Yeah. It's that, and that's where the problem goes. So when we try to uh, make a blend consistent, we're not looking at those words in particular. We're looking more at the palate, at the tongue, where you have uh, sweet in the tip of the tongue, you have salty in the lateral front, acid lateral back, bitter in the back, and palate up on top. Uh, spicy runs down the middle. Um, some cultures call this maybe umami. Then you can go at the nose where you get more of the peppers and the strength levels of the cigar. But what we do is we actually rate on, from one to 10 how sweet it is, from one to 10 how bitter it is. And you can actually chart this on a X and Y axis and kind of go and create a curve. And that curve saying, hey, this is uh, this cigar is sweeter than the Special R. So a Special R would probably be in between around four or 3.5 and sweet, this might be like a five. So the curve would change up and would go a little bit higher. And you can actually graph a curve and that's the original blend. Not only do you have a formula that says, hey, 45%, 45%, but you have a charted graph of where you're supposed to be tasting this. Yeah. So it's your personal uh, adventure to go and smoke the cigar, move the smoke around in your palate, and then you say, okay, I'm getting so much stimulation in the sweets. I'm getting so much stimulation in the acid, so much stimulation in the back. And then you say, hey, is this cigar positive of taste? Am I liking it? Or is, does it have a negative connotation? Hey, is this cigar balanced? Meaning I'm not just receiving a blow in the front or a blow in the back, but throughout the whole palate, I'm getting a curve that is more or less balanced. Like and a cinnamon chai tea would <laughs> give you on your palate. <laughs> exactly like that. Well, Klaus, Peter Kellner, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. Again, I'm going to see you in a week, uh, and then I hope to see you come up in New Hampshire. I'd love to have you back on set, live, in person, and hopefully we can make that happen someday. I would love to. All thank right. you guys for having me on the show. Thank you. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, I'm leaving Thursday for the IPCPR. And we did our homework preparing to see what is new and learn what is growing and what is shrinking and what is gone. We're going to share with you all that information and lots more when we come back. We're live in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper 
considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, the Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not quantity produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, 
handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing pot. La Galera Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is a Hank Cohen and my son, Class Peter Counter, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. And we are back live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, right above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Now in our ninth year, you can find us, the Cigar Authority, on social media. Please be our friend, subscribe to us, give us a review, and welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We're smoking the Davidoff Special Hour with the 702 wrapper, very different than the Davidoff Special Hour, with, without the 702 wrapper, which would just not have the secondary band on it. Look for it. Give it a try if you're not part of the Cigar Authority care package. You didn't get one. Go out and buy one. See what it's all about. It's very different. Very and different. Uh, if I can make a personal recommendation, although I do, I am loving this special R size, the special T is the right. best one. Mm. You can go double R if you want to. There's something, and you had said it years ago. You smoke a double R and you feel like you've arrived. It's that right. big, classic, long cigar, yeah. twice the length of the R. But that special tea is the best one in the line. I think it's the best cigar that Davidoff makes for regular production. And, and a lot of people avoid shapely cigars. I think it's been a real slowdown on torpedoes, although I see now they're coming out with um, the Solomon, Avo, Solomon, the Avo 22 that came out. Uh, they're pushing towards that. There's something to whatever they do with their shapely cigars because they are the best ones in the bunch when it comes to Davidoff. And I like I, my and cigars to be shapely, and I like my women to be shapely. There we go. So, uh, and there's men, too. Yeah, and Thank men. you, Barrett. Dance, dances with men. Hedonism. His, his Indian name. Uh, IPCPR Trade Show, the 86th annual IPCPR Trade Show, uh, is this Friday, July 13th through Tuesday, July 17th, back in the Las Vegas Convention Center for the last year. Uh, lots of trouble going on over there with hotels and the. Uh, we'll get to it during cigar news. Yeah. yeah. Any thought? Any word on where it would be next year if it's not in Vegas? It's in Vegas, it's in but Vegas. it's back at the other convention center, the, one the Sands to, Convention yep. Center. Back. At this the, year's not at the Sands. No. no, it's at the Las Vegas Convention. Where it was oh, okay. Um, trade show opens on Saturday at 9:30 or 10:30, depending if you got the money to uh, pay for the lobbying effort. And you should, if you're a retailer out there. Um, uh, the show is going to be on next week. I'm going to have little to nothing to report by 12 noon. 
Therefore, you're not going to hear up-to-date information other than I'm going to supply Barry with information ongoing as it's happening, and he's going to put it up on the CigarAuthority.com blog site where all the yeah. information is up there. So look for it. There'll be videos and all kinds of stuff uh, that I'll put up as it's going on. Um, so looking at the trade show floor map, um, some things jumped out at me as I looked at it. Uh, first off, that you have... Um, Mostly the bigger companies with the big giant booths are all up front, almost building a wall before you get in, which, which I actually don't like. I like the mentality of the mall where you put the corners in so that the, the little guys get a shot at right. it being seen, but it's not like that. Well, the way it's set up right now, if you have the money, you can buy your way into a bigger spot and screw the little guy. And put up a wall, right? Right. Beyond right. them. And a lot of these companies that take advantage, they go as high as they can go, and you can't see who's behind them. Right, right. That's, that's what I don't It's just not fair to them. A lot of these companies, it's do or die for them, and yeah. we'll get into that too. Um, but what I did notice is the size of the booths, and I compared the size of their booth last year and the size of their booth this year. Is their booth larger or smaller? Does that say anything that it does? If they're going down in size, is that because they're hurting and they're, they're feeling something or they're just trying to save money? And the ones that are getting bigger, is that because they're building and getting stronger? And I, and I went through the sizes of them and I did a little thing just to, to see what happened. The largest booth of all is 7,700 square foot space of a booth space. And um, that is Drew Estates. Swisher. Swisher. Uh, they have Figures. The, they have the money. Um, they also did do the distribution of Hoya de Nicaragua, but the Hoya de Nicaragua is a separate space altogether. They have 800 square feet, not attached into their boot space. Close by anyways? Close by. Okay. 7,700 square feet of Drew Estate. Now, so without right off, Actually, without the Swisher products in it. Right, off, right out of the gate, you know that Drew Estate is not for sale because they've already been bought. So right. They don't have to worry about downsizing. They can put up the biggest billboard that they possibly can yes. afford. You know, and that's the way I was thinking as this was going on. Um, EBITDA, which is earning before interest and taxes, um, when somebody's selling a company, they are trying to cut their costs and grow the bottom line <coughs> profit. Right. The opposite of what you would do if you were planning on continuing the company because it. you don't want to pay the taxes really at the end. Because it sells by a multiple of that number. So if they were to, say, save $100,000 by downsizing the size of their booth and they sold at a 10 multiple of their EBITDA number, they make an extra million dollars. Above and beyond the sale of the Correct. company. Uh, that goes for all kinds of expenses and things like that. So when I see this, I just, you know how I think. I start thinking Unfortunately, of those Unfortunately, I do. And Drew Estate gets carried away. They have the giant water tower. They have the replica of the Manhattan Bridge. Yeah. They, they used they, to. They're over the top. Yeah. Uh, second is General Cigar. A General Cigar, that's Macanudo, mm -hmm. Cohiba, 6,400 square feet, followed by Altadas, 6,000 square feet, followed by Davidoff, 5,600 square feet. Those are the big the biggest companies that are there, and they are one, two, three, exactly lined up, uh, one, two, three, four, uh, Davidoff, 5,600, followed by Rocky Patel, 5,000 square feet. It's kind of going in sales, I would say, that the amount of uh, yeah. that they have there. Oliva next makes sense. 
5,000 square feet. J.C. Newman Fuente, 4,200 square feet. Really, two companies, though. So that's two 2,000 square foot booths, really. Yeah, but they're the distributor, just yeah. like, just like uh, Drew Estate, but they actually put the hood in Nicaragua elsewhere. Um, and followed number eight is Perdomo, who I've been saying year after year, these guys are monsters, and they have now broken into that they're in the top level of all the cigar companies that are out there at 4,000 square feet, um, uh, growing and building and adding to it. So to me, these are people I think are safe to say they're probably not looking to be bought. They're not lowering the size of their booth or anything. Now, the one standout in that list of eight is Perdomo. Of all the other seven companies, I don't think the principal owner has a screw gun in his hand right. assembling shelves, <laughs> yes. and Nick Perdomo is in the thick of the thin things. And he may be down there now. Probably. Because their booth is number one. It's not number one in size. It's pretty large. But it is unbelievable that this video happened it's on the top of the It's worth going to his booth just to yeah, see it. it's crazy what goes on there. Uh, number nine is Ashton at 4,000 square feet. And my surprise is Gurkha, 4,000 square feet. Awfully large for a company like Gurkha, I think. But maybe some things are happening there. Who knows? Number 11 is Padron, uh, 2,500 square feet. Now a dramatic drop from 4,000. Now we're getting to the next top 10 of gigantic size. But nothing to shy away from of 2,500 square feet. That's a it's large expensive. booth. It's very expensive. But they also, their portfolio is quite a bit more streamlined than, let's say. Yeah, Padron has the brand Padron, and that's and, it. And that's it, right. Uh, but there's actually a four-way tie at 2,500 square feet. There's Padron, there's Miami Cigar, Alec Bradley, and My Father's Cigar, 2,500 square feet. And then you take the next tier down, we're at 2,200 square feet, and that's United Cigar, Selected Tobacco, um, at number 15. Uh, dropping down from 2,200 square feet is 2,000 square feet, and we have a two-way tie with A.J. Fernandez, this is an up-and-growing company for yeah. sure. Uh, my God, they're making cigars for everybody. Like 15% of the cigars that come in the United States come out of his factory. With all due respect, so it's okay because I'm prefacing that way. Yeah, it's <laughs> not okay at all. He's the whore of the industry. He's making brands for everybody. Does that is make that, him is, a whore or a good, good businessman? Business I don't know. Yeah. I have, oh, I have, see, I, you pissed Sean off. Now he's I, leaving. I have <laughs> arguments on both sides for whether it's good or bad. Okay. Um, and at 2,000 square feet growing, this was a surprise to me, was La Polina. Interesting. That, that's a huge surprise to me. Their boot space is a lot larger. And to me, it seems like, wow, there's not a lot going on there. Well, you're, you're, this is the pay-to-play level right now. Yeah. The bigger you get inside, you've got to be affordable, right? So the bigger you get inside that area the more visibility you're going to have. The top 10, we're talking about half a million dollars to set up that boot space there. You start getting down, you're into the hundred thousands at this point. Still a hundred thousand dollar boot space type, right. of, type of thing here. Man. But a hundred thousand dollars can buy you the difference between, let's say, $50,000. You're going to spend $50,000 to go to the show or double it and go to a hundred thousand. You can get yourself a, a lot 
in a better position to be noticed well, for th- that 50000 This is your first show that you're not going to in a long time. Yeah. Going to a large-sized booth, does that make you think differently of the company? Oh, my God, we should be buying something here because <coughs> we're missing out. There's got to be something going on here. I'd like to answer that with, yeah. a, with a no because Greycliff used to have a huge booth, yeah. and the booth was always empty. Yeah. So – Bigger does not mean better. Yeah, you kind of, as a buyer, you're looking a little bit to see how busy the booth is, whether or not you look like you missed something versus the, just the size of it. Yeah, the one that makes me end up, and, and Drew Estate was this years and years ago, that they had a long, narrow booth. And when there was nobody in it, it was hard to walk around through right. it. It always looked crowded. Just their employees alone taking it up. So... Some of it is you make the booth smaller, and it looks like it's crowded all the time. And then I would say, there must be something going on over there. Everybody's over there. Sure. Am I missing something? Um, with these big, massive booths, like a gray cliff that nobody's at, wow, look at them. There's nobody there. Listen, I, I, saw, I saw the same thing you saw yeah. and never forget it. You know, it, you got a giant booth and nobody's there. They did have the greatest chandelier on the floor, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so the next uh, step down, we go to 1,600 square feet, and there's a three-way tie here. Christoph, Villiga, and Gran Habano. Okay. There's a three-way tie, and actually, smaller boot space. They all went down? Yeah. Interesting. I remember when Christoph only had like that one yes, square. and they went big, and then they went down a, a peg. Um, now, growing up in size again, is Romacraft at 1,500, two-way tie, and Tatuaje at a two-way tie. Here I think we have a growing company and a dropping company, which appears to me, but maybe not, that uh, both of them are getting larger in size. So maybe they're both growing. Um, And here's the one that made no sense to me, and maybe you know more about this company than I do, 1,400 square feet, so very close to, uh, we're talking one boot space different, is Miscalf, Milcalf? Yeah, it's, what is it, M-I-C-A-L-E-F or something? L-L-E-F, yeah. Yeah, it's a... Uh, Melicalf? Melcalf? It's an up-and-coming... What com- is it? McAuliffe. McAuliffe. Up-and-coming, up-and-coming company, but I don't see them anywhere, so I've never smoked them. We haven't even seen a rep to try some of their cigars. Correct. So my, my question is, if you're spending that much money on a booth, wouldn't it pay to go a little bit smaller mm-hmm. and use some of that money to get around the parts of the, the United States that really don't have familiarity with your product? So as a buyer, I'm going to be checking this out because mm-hmm. it's a giant uh, space that they're mm-hmm. taking, and I don't even know anything about the cigars or anything. Yep. So I'm going to probably look. So if, if that's what they're trying to accomplish, I think they're accomplishing that to me. I'm interested. I think you might be the only buyer evaluating people's booth spaces. I probably am. I probably at the whole show. All right, but now there's a whole bunch of people listening that may be listening to this. Um, Next up uh, in growing is CLE. They're going to 1,200 square feet, and that's a three-way tie with them, Placencia, and Nat Sherman. Nat Sherman lowering their booth space dramatically down to 1200 they always had a big boot space not that this is small but it's still could that be the company that owns them saying listen we don't need to we don't need to spend all this money because they just bought them right so they're not for sale tightening the budget on the cigar side a little bit yeah which they say is still being run separately so there's probably a smaller budget attached to it yeah maybe 
Uh, LaFleur Dominicana, dramatically down in size. Surprised how small the booth is getting there, down to 1,000 square feet. Always a big one. This is not small, but they lowered it. Um, That's interesting. Four-way tie at 1,000. Now, it doesn't seem like they belong in this group, but maybe they do. LaFleur Dominicana, Sereno, La Galera, and PDR, 1,000 square feet. You can do an awful lot with 1,000 square feet. Yeah. As far as sales goes. So it's a savings there. That's a, just an odd and way the, and, to... And we've said it before. The, the people that are smoking LaFleur stuff are dedicated to LaFleur, so... Does the boot space do they say, need, say anything to us? I didn't know if you were going that direction. Yeah. Yes, it does. It makes it look like... Yeah, the four companies you mentioned, one doesn't really belong there. And is there a reason why they shrunk? All right, that, that episode's coming up. I'd in like a, in you a few to weeks. report back. I, I will get that. If you see anybody. All right, that ding ding means it's time for the matchup <coughs> of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. Super fast versus super strong. Would you rather be super fast or super strong? Well, in some things, I'm already pretty fast. So I could probably stand to boost my strength. Barry, what do you think? I've been super slow almost my whole life. I'll take the strength. You'd rather be super strong? Yeah, I'm used to going slow at this pace. Yeah. We, when we say You're super okay, fast, could I outrun a bullet? Super fast than a normal person. You're very fast. Mm-hmm. Like Hussein Bolt fast? As a human being. Ed, so put something, something. I'll put some context yeah. on this. And you, you may m- remember, Dave, the episode of Gilligan's Island with the radioactive seeds. <laughs> yes, <laughs> super fast. Mrs. Howell had the sugar uh, beets, and yes. it's like she, she's yeah. on crack or yeah, something. I liked it. Gilligan had the spinach, and he was super strong. And I, I think I got to go Gilligan all the way. So I'm taking the strength. It's yeah. all about the G-I-L-L-I-G-N. Gilligan. Gilligan. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I'm not sure that you spelled that correctly. Gilligan. Yeah, I did. It was I a think song. I, the island. I think I got to go fast because I could, I could run fast. I, then I'd be able to ride a bike fast. I could do, I think I could make money being fast more than I could being strong. There's a lot of strong Is it all about there. making money, though? If I'm making decisions like this, because later on he's going to ask us to do something for money. Yeah. If I could do that thing faster, I'd want to do it. I'm going fast. Well, what if he wants us to lift something and move something that weighs a ton? I'm already pretty strong. And you're pretty fast. Yeah, but I'm, I'm a lot stronger than I am fast. You're just not pretty. <laughs> I'm going. If I had the bell, I'd give you the bell for that. I'm going, I'm going speed. Power. Speed, power, power. 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 Power is the answer. It's wrong. You got it. No surprise there that uh, we got it wrong. So who's not going to the trade show, Barry? Do you know this? Me? Yeah. <laughs> he means he himself is not going. Yes, you are not going. I'm not Jonathan's going. Jonathan's not going. Ed's not going. Nope. I'm going. But companies. I haven't really paid a lot of attention to the map outside of brands that I've become focused on. Yeah. I think we're going to see companies not showing up. Well, we know. And I think it gets worse next year, too. Well, there's been an Little example. Little companies, because once again, lots of money to do this. Walls are being built up in front of them where the big guys are, are taking over. And, you know, somebody goes to a show and they get $100,000 into it. 
there's some big players as far as retailers that don't go to the show because mm. they can take advantage of the specials without going. California's not going. Right. Is that part of the reason for some of the smaller booths? They're expecting smaller turnout. Maybe. Is, do you, if California doesn't show up to the trade show, is it even important to have the trade show in Vegas? No, they should have it on the, on the East Coast. They sh- it should be closer to the spot they that just, people are going. They just built an extension on the Miami Convention Center. I don't know if it's completed or not. I haven't spoken to anybody about it. As of last year, it wasn't completed. Couldn't we go to a place that's not hot as balls but in the makes, summertime? But it yes. makes it easy for the manufacturers. That they'll be spending less. Maybe they'll put some of that onto the savings to the retailer. Yeah. And it's never been in Miami before. Make it easier. So there's for a the reason to go. I haven't been there. I'm going to go to Miami. Yeah. Make it easier for the people that are buying the cigars, not the people that are selling you know, the cigars. You go to Vegas. You go to New Orleans. Been there, done that. Give yeah. me something new to do. Well, I'm I'm big on the hottest balls things because <laughs> it's it's going to be like I'm not saying go to Minnesota. Degrees. But, yeah, but Miami's not as hot as you guys make it out to be. There's that constant breeze from the Atlantic Ocean at 10 miles an hour. Humidity level is... If you didn't wear was, a skirt, was, you wouldn't notice it. It was hotter this week in New Hampshire than there ever was when I lived in Miami. Yeah, for a week. Right. Yeah, and now it's normal and it's back to good. But, it, you know, it was only in the mid-80s most of the time. Could we have it in Washington, D.C. and really send a message? Yeah, sure. And what will we do there? Can you smoke cigars? I don't know. Can you? Could you get a one-week dispensation? But it would be good then. Everybody turns out and protests or whatever. And get a little recognition. Just hand out signs. That'd be good. Hey, IPCPR. Watching the D.C. They have conventions and stuff there, right? They can handle lots of people. I'm not really familiar with the convention yeah. center, so couldn't comment. Gotta be. All right. All right. Davidoff special hour with the 702 wrapper. What do you think? I think it's fantastic. I'm still getting my notes of cinnamon. I'm still getting my creaminess, my chai tea. There's nothing offensive. There's no sharp spots where it's hitting one part of the tongue. It's total palate engagement. It's a win. For me, I'm getting a a lot of wheat and oak. It's definitely stronger for a Davidoff. I'd probably put the strength around a seven, seven and a half. And the flavor, I'd put up around nine. Just ruined Jonathan's day. Yeah, he nailed it. The strength is the, the strength, the five, flavor, the, six. No, it's a seven. Full flavor, it's very full. And Ed Sullivan, who tends to go to full-bodied cigars, I think it's still a seven, six and a half to seven. And do you like it? I you? like it. Um, this and I do like. Uh, Did you ever have it before? Yes, I have. Oh, okay. This would not be a go-to, I would think, for you. No, uh, I like the Davidoff Nicaraguan as well. Okay. This, this is closer to the, the late hour, though, I think, than Davidoff Nicaraguan that he had, you know, he mentioned yeah, it both is. of them. It is. They both have that oaky component. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to lick a piece of flooring or something so I know what the hell oak tastes like. Like you've never licked wood before. It's a different kind of wood. Well, you must <laughs> sip Chardonnay. It seems in character. Some of those are quite oaky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seems in character. I'm going to have to get an oaky Chardonnay after the show and try that. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, IPCPR is right around the corner. Who is going? Who is not? We will uh, talk about the new cigars, the big new releases. We got a big, long list of it. You'll be surprised to hear what some of these things are coming out. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. (laughs) 
Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at twoguyscigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast. Or better yet, Passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine. Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named a Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. 
Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto de Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is good smoke. This is the Cigar Authority. Smoke a cigar? Sure. The authority on everything cigar, in and out of the cigar industry. You'll get nothing and like it. With your host. You smoke vile cigars all day. David Garofalo. Oh, that's fine, as long as you're imported. Mr. Jonathan. You should have caught me before my operation. Barry Stein. I never drink. Why? And Ed Sullivan. Might even lend you my lighter. So it's time to... Light them up. Mm -hmm. The Cigar Authority is here. You are finally done. It's all about nothing. And we are back with our number two, broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Barry's telling me funny, secretive stuff. Yeah, I put my headphones on. I didn't want to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Listening to the Cigar Authority now in its ninth year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. You know the microphone is flippable. You can just put it up. Yeah, I, I do. I move it up and here, and, it, and now we can't hear you coughing. Yeah. He, he only coughs. <coughs> the, the mic goes on, then he coughs. It's just a. He didn't cough for the six minutes that we put in the break. No, it's, just, a ner- it's a nervous tick he's got going on, and you think after all this time, but that's the way it is. Let's light up our second cigar, Barry. What do we got? Well, today's second cigar is the Berlin Wall box press, and it's manufactured in a DR for Hammer and Sickle cigars. The size we're smoking is the 5x50 Robusto, and it features a Honduran Criollo wrapper 
over binder and fillers from the same country. A single cigar will set you back $8.99, while a box of 10, which comes in a really cool travel case, is just $79.99, which is a savings of $10 or 11% off the box price. And if you can't find these at your local brick and mortar and you're too far away from Two Guys Smoke Shop, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Late great Eric Hansen. Late great. Yep. Can't believe I'm even saying it. Made by Davidoff. He wouldn't say it, but I'll say it. Davidoff makes a cigar. He makes all their cigars and uh, all but one. All but one. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> So let's give it a cut and light, see what it's all about. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So no band on this, Barry. That is correct. They, they were talking about adding a band, uh, but the copper band didn't bend properly to sit on a box press cigar. Yeah. Um, so copper band that they use on the regular, regular Berlin, Berlin wall, wall series. So this will probably get a band, or at least that was their plan, and uh, we'll see if it happens. And um, they will not be at the IPCPR trade show this year. They will not. They, they, uh, they were all set. They bought their boot space and all that stuff, but I will give a uh, hats off to the IPCPR because uh, I heard in the background when they called up and said we're not going to be doing it, they actually gave them their money back. Great. And they didn't have to do it. Um, it's the right thing they did. It certainly and is the I right want, thing. I'll thank them personally, myself. Uh, very nice. Uh, but they just don't have the infrastructure without the big boss man mm -hmm. to, to get it all together. They wouldn't know what to do. And uh, they, they're running around trying to figure out what to do. In mm -hmm. the meantime, what you should do is buy some hammer and sickle cigars and support the company in, in their issues that they have right now. So... Uh, Let's give it a taste. See what it tastes like before we light it. Not cigar, part of the Cigar Authority Care Package because it's too low priced. We just like to put the $20 <laughs> ones in there. A little bit of cinnamon and some coffee. But that may be because I just had some coffee. I think it's probably because you had some coffee. A little sweet, some maybe a cedar component in there. Soft box press, easy, easy draw. Very good, yeah. So we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Equalizer featuring four jets, single action, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, and not that you'd need it all the time, but every once in a while a bullet, putter, a bullet punch comes in handy. A bullet putter? That's right. The Vertigo Equalizer retails for $19.99. Hey, speaking of bullet, you know what they're serving here at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe? Bullet coffee. Tell me about Bullet Coffee, Mr. Jonathan. I know you drink it, so you know about it. It's not Bullet Coffee. It's Bulletproof Coffee, and it is high-fat content butter, preferably unsalted. That's what we have here. Yeah. And a little bit of coconut oil. So you have maybe a tablespoon of each. You put them in a bullet, like a blender, with the coffee. With the coffee. Hot coffee? Hot coffee. And you emulsify it down, and it creates this creamy head. And it's very, very good for you. It's good for you and delicious. So what ends up happening is the... Sean's shaking his head. 
I should have made it for us now. He should have made it because... Because he didn't know you were going to talk about whatever. it. No, just interesting. It's an interesting thing. So the caffeine kicks in, obviously, immediately when you drink coffee. And then the next thing to kick in is the coconut oil that your body breaks down. So as the caffeine wanes off, your body starts to turn that coconut oil into energy. And when you get to the end of the coconut oil, the butter kicks in. So you end up with a good solid hour of being on crack cocaine. Just You can just work for an hour so can i just put butter on everything like i do and it causes well, the same the, thing you need the caffeine you need the coconut oil and you need the butter so that have you ever put butter on a pop tart it's so freaking good have you ever put butter on a pop tart i feel like that's been set up the two of you planned that no not at all but that makes it good it makes it healthy you turn a pop tart if i drink a cup of coffee with it and a pop tart with butter there you go no. And that's a good time for me. No. That's a good time. No. Uh, I, will, I would like to read quickly an email before we go any further. Okay. Submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com and the Krispy Kreme Killer. Really? Right. I'm interested already. With respect to the Cigar Authority care package, you sent us a Davidoff. You sent us a Davidoff. Wow, you guys are crazy. Thanks. Peace, firm ashes, and raised donuts. Raised donuts, Signed, everybody. The Krispy Kreme Killer. The Krispy Kreme Killer. That's his email address. That's his name. Oh, that's not. That's his what email his parents address. named him. Ah. <laughs> I don't like to give up people's email addresses ah. on the on the show if I but can if help it, it. Okay. All right. All right. So let's look at the IPCPR. And as I said, Hammer and Sickle will not be attending. I, we don't have a list of non-attendees. I'll bring that to you in two weeks of the companies that. Did not go and may or may not. Be It'll be interesting because, like, Hammer and Sickle's still on the map, but they're not there. Yeah. Who's on the map that will actually have an empty booth? Right. Because what it is is you have to pay up front. Yes. So there's some people that end up showing up, and it's almost like my last goodbye, and, that, and that's the end of it because they already did. And then uh, I don't know if I find out if, if it's possible. I'm going to try to find out who did not sign up for next year and, then, and know that. But I'm not on the board of directors anymore, so I don't know these things. Uh, it was good being on there to know what's going on and actually to try to push things forward. Not being on the board of directors, and I served a three-year term. I took a couple of years off and three-year term again. I'm not on there. And this year, as far as I know, there is no guest speaker at the opening gala. Really? Which they would have John Taffer last yeah. year. Different people. Great. You know, a, a reason I went... And, and get up early that day because I can't wait to hear because they're giving me some education. Give me something. Um, there's no after party. And they've had great after parties with great music acts in the past. Eddie Money last year. Yep. And this year, nothing. So uh, this, you know, listen, they're not going to try to sell the IPCPR. There's nothing to sell. Well, that, that was, was going to be my question. <laughs> but, you think they're for sale? But they're, no. they're low-balling it, and what ends up happening is, and they, they're seeing constant less people and less people and less people showing up. Keep giving me less, and maybe I won't show up either. It's not the right thing to do. People are spending a fortune, and you've got to give a little back. I know they're spending a fortune on fighting, but part of the thing is... You know, you host a giant convention, you got to give back, too. That's reciprocity, right? So, uh, new cigars at the show. I'll start off with Rocky Patel. Rocky Patel is coming out with 
the repackaged 15th anniversary. Supposedly, same cigar, repackaged, different look to it. Also, the return of, and you're going to see a lot of this, the return mm. ofs, because FDA says you can't come up with new products, yet you're going to see a lot of new products here on here. How do they do it? What are they doing? That's a whole nother story. It's a whole show. Uh, the return of the Old World Reserve. Remember that? I remember that. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a great cigar. So uh, they're going to have Robusto Toro, the 60, both in Corojo and Maduro. Mr. John. And a late edition for that. They're yep. also coming out with ALR, which is aged, rare, and limited in three sizes. Only 1,500 boxes made, 13 to $15. Ah, okay. Uh, for Davidoff, you got the limited edition 2018, which was the limited edition from 2009, re-released. Uh, the Davidoff Le Moen. Orient in that's, jars. That's actually the 50-year Diademus. That's one of the four jars. So you have the Le, the Le Moyon Orient, which is the Asian design, La Asie, which is the Middle Eastern design, La Europe, which is a European design, and Lace Americas, which is the American design. Same cigar, just same cigar, four different jar styles. So you, they're all so, collector's so, items. So collect them all, and jeez, uh, four Davidoff jars. Buy them from me, please. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That, then you that, got uh, Davidoff Mundano, uh, the Avo 22 from 2002. Yeah, we just received that, but uh, that'll be highlighted there for sure. Not necessarily new at the show, but it is brand new to yep. us in limited edition there. Uh, the Avo LE 05 2018 limited release, uh, not necessarily new for the show. And the Camacho Col- Coyolar 2018. Coyolar. That's an old Camacho line, and they're bringing it back. Do you know that? Do you remember no, that? Uh, no? Uh, no, I smoked one, though, yeah. uh, with you, I think. Okay. Um, from the Kellner, we're getting uh, Daughters of the Wind, which is a Salomon, and Smoking Jacket, too. There we go. So that's Kellner. Uh, Surprised that you're not singing its praises, because the, the name of that cigar is completely in English. I like it. It's a good cigar. There we go. Smoking Jacket, pronounced Smoking Jacket, <laughs> and the number two, not Dose, two. It's good. awesome. Thank it's you. Good. Appreciate it. Sereno is coming out with a brand called Tiano, uh, the Tiano Indians, who pretty much invented cigar smoking. Yeah. Uh, that's Carson uh, and uh, Tony Sereno. Three sizes at a $10 MSRP. Then you got Debonair coming uh, back with Indian Tobacco. And then you got LFD with uh, Elite Perfecto. And rumor has it there'll be a limited edition for retailers who attend the show. We're hearing it's going to be a big, long cigar that will probably be amazing. Here we go. I'm glad you got one that, Gary, because I knew you were going to go with that. Um, Indian Head, which is the people that do La Galera, coming out with the cubes, which are 50-count boxes, limited to 333 boxes in these cubes. The Connecticut measures 4 by 46 a shot perfecto. Again, here comes the perfectos, right? We're seeing this. Uh, the Habano is a petite Figurado measuring five by fifty-six. The Maduro is a Figurado Laga, six and three quarters by forty-eight. And the nineteen thirty-six box press will be round, a six and three quarters by fifty-two. And what should make you happy about that? The only way you get to order those is based upon how much you order at the show. So if you order X amount of cigars, you have the right to purchase X amount of cubes. Ah. Why would they make a round box pressed? That's Isn't fair. that what we're smoking? It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make sense. Uh, from the folks at JRE. That's what's genius about it. I guess. The round box press. Get me one, will you? Wow, what's that like? Uh, 
Justo Aroa and his dad Julio launching through Aladino, the Aladino Corojo Reserva, single size, 5x50. It's going to retail for about $12. The band in the box is a throwback to the old Camacho days. Nice. You kind of hinted uh, along those lines when we had them on the show, but it looks like they're uh, yeah. going full bore there. Uh, the Aladino Maduro is officially launching national release. It was available at Two Guys Smoke Shop for the last couple of months. Uh, and great, the great cigar, by the way. It'll, it'll do very well because we test marketed. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a rumor floating around about Aladino Cameroon. Which although, I smoked, but we don't know if it's going to come out or not. And, yeah, Husto had very little information about it. So this is the thing with the Cameroon. The Cameroon is grown in Honduras. And these companies are taking seeds <coughs> and they're growing them in other countries now. Connecticut grown in Honduras. He's been doing it for years. And Cameroon now growing in Honduras. And he's done, I've had things from him before as they've been playing around with this for years. Much like the Kellners, they test and test yeah. and test. Which it's good. I think it's good for the industry because you allow a manufacturer to control their costs and you allow them to keep their costs down. Right. It's expensive buying Connecticut shade. Tobacco so, in Connecticut. From J.C. Newman and Fuente, we'll start with J.C. Newman. As we shared last week on the Cigar Authority, the American will finally be released after being teased in 2016. The cigar features tobacco all grown in America, and the retailers are being handpicked by the Newman family themselves for sizes 15 to $20. We better be part of it. He said we are. And Fuente is going to unveil a new Hemingway at the show. As well as an Opus X and a 888. Are you Vitola. sure that it's going to be a Hemingway? Because they kind of play games with the short story and the bestseller. They are the Hemingway shape, but they don't say Hemingway on the box. My my good source said Hemingway, new size. His exact words. Good source. Or her exact words. Ah. 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 Or her. It's not a her. Laura. You got to help me out with this one. Horde Aish. Horde Aish? Like Cordover, which means beyond time, which would be nice if it was called beyond time, because or just be on time. Be on time, you whore. <laughs> Six by fifty-four, limited to five hundred boxes at twenty dollars a stick, and Puro's Puro Vintage two thousand seven. Um, which is a six and a half by 50 at $22. Some money there. Yeah, a lot of expensive and, cigars. Did you blend this one? No. No, I had nothing to do with that. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm positive. All I, right. Most of their portfolio, I feel like you had a hand in. Yeah. Well, yeah. other on Miami Cigar is the Nesta Miranda 75th edition. It is seven and a quarter by 57 Solomon, another shaped cigar, 1,000 boxes. And their flavored cigars, Tatiana, is now coming with a Caribbean chill and a harvest moon. I believe this is them getting away from the, the flavors, right? Yeah, they're going right. to eventually have, have to. names. Yep. So I don't know what flavors those are, a chill and a harvest moon. Some sort of alcoholic beverage, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you got Drew Estate with uh, 14 new cigars in tins. And they already had a ton last year, so they're the tin champion of the world now. And the subculture lines will be uh, also released from there, uh, very similar to the Acid Amigos. Uh, they've got a bundle, an inexpensive bundle, and Hoya de Nicaragua, Nicaragua Silver. And some late additions, also a Liga Provada number 9 Corona Viva, and uh, Hoya de Nicaragua... Hoya de Nicaragua Cinco Decadas, which is a celebration of their 50th anniversary, two sizes, $18.99 and $19.99. Uh, United Cigars, 
and uh, selected tobacco. I'm going to be coming out with Atabe Diosos, Atabe Hechichizos, and Byron Aristocratus. And I'm sure I butchered all of them. You did. Right. The first <laughs> one's 8x50. The second one's 4x40, which is right in mine and Ed's wheelhouse. Yep. That'll and, be interesting. 4x40 Atabe. And uh, the buyer and Aristocrat is 8x52. And United Cigar will also be handling the distribution for Jose Dominguez. CLE and Asylum, they're coming out with the Asylum Medulla Oblongata that was uh, released last year, but the new Maduro uh, and showcasing it at the show. CLE line extensions in the Corojo in Habano, Connecticut, in the... Azabashi. <laughs> rolls off the tongue. New sizes, 4x70. This is on a CLE, a 4 by 70 because they have such success with the 70s now. But 4, 4 inches by 70. It's, it's crazy, right? It's a little nub of a cigar. It's yeah. almost yeah. as thick as it is long. And it's a, a chode. And a 4 by 60 and a 4 by 54 so 4 inches. And the, and the Aroa um, Diadema. Again. Which was a TAA release, and now yeah. they're going to release it. And a late addition to that is they announced uh, late last night the CLE Prieto will have a box press diadema at $16. Shape cigars, mm. folks. This is what's happening out there. Shape cigars. I'm telling you, they don't go so well, but somebody sees something I don't see, and we'll see how it goes. Right now, let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. And the week started off with some bad news as the Texas lawsuit versus the FDA was moved into the existing D.C. lawsuit. However, yesterday that move was appealed. Then moments after the IPCPR sent out a guideline for social media and cigar warning labels, the industry got some good news in the form of a stay of execution. Huge news. Judge, Judge Mader of the D.C. court ruled that warning labels are to be delayed until after an appeal has been heard and ruled on in the lawsuit by CAA, CRA, and IPCPR versus the FDA. If the ruling and appeal comes down against the cigar industry, the warnings will then take place 60 days after the ruling. Let me ask you, what do I do with the 103,000 warning labels that we have printed? 103,000. Save them. Save mm -hmm. them. Hang on. No, I wouldn't throw them away. But this, this is pretty awesome because this could go a while. Right. The appeal hasn't been formally filed yet, to my knowledge. And things go and slow. And they can delay that for a while. This could go two years. It could. And as IPCPR is set to begin in Las Vegas this coming week, the Westgate Hotel saw an outbreak of the norovirus during Comic-Con at the convention center, affecting 15 employees and four hotel guests. Also yesterday, the culinary union was protesting around the city over contract security, so it could be creating issues with food. And as a result of the virus outbreak, all pre-show events slated for the Westgate have been moved by IPCPR to the Las Vegas Convention Center, and that's what's up in the cigar world. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. 
The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses Grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is... What's up? And looking ahead at um, shows coming up next week, uh, No Dave Show, I'll be at the IPCPR, and these guys are going to make a mess of it, but they got whatever they got. Anything? We got stuff. We got stuff. July 21st, I will be back from the IPCPR, and with me will be cigar surgeon from Canada, John McTavish, and we're going to learn about him and what he saw and what I saw, and he's out there at Cigar Media, and he's looking around. He has more gifs than anyone I've ever seen on social media. He replies to everyone's everything. You know, there's a button you can hit for gif. You type in a keyword, and thousands show up what's jiff an animated picture oh so it just he just seems he just that's his go-to i love it i don't have it because i never knew what it was but anyway uh it'll be uh, interesting on his canadian take versus our american take yeah and now he is in the cigar industry though he works for a chain of um tobacco shops up in canada so I think he's going to look at it altogether different. And one thing going is media. I've gone every single way. I've gone as a buyer and then as a um, seller. seller and then with the IPCPR on the board and then uh, as media. Yeah. So it's very different when you start adding these things to it. You look at it very different much hats. differently. Yeah. He'll have different hats and he'll look at it differently and it'll be interesting his his take on what he saw, I'm interested in hearing uh, myself. So looking forward to that when we get back. But right now, let's get back to new cigars coming out at IPCPR. And our friends at Christoph are bringing back a cigar they had many years ago. Actually, their first cigar before even Christoph was called Vengeance, but this time it's called Christoph Vengeance. And uh, the folks at Altadas are coming out with uh, Romeo and Julieta Anniversary Connecticut as well as San Andreas. They've got a Henry Clay Rustic Cheroot. Uh, Aging Room by Rafael Nadell is... Which is called Aging Room by Rafael Nadell now. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, they've got the Connecticut Habano and Maduro versions. The Aging Room Quattro is getting away from numbers like they had before with the F55s. And now come in Original and Maduro. And they're adding Connecticut and Quattro Nicaraguan to the mix. And Royal Agio is adding the Inyejo XO Connecticut and Oscuro. And uh, I want everybody to ask Zev Kaminsky for this cigar this way because I'm not even going to pronounce the full name. Just tell him you want San Pedro de Wichamacallit, which is <laughs> named after a small town in the Dominican Republic. Macorus. Yeah, ask for the whatchamacallit. He'll know what you're talking about. San Pedro, whatchamacallit, and he'll know it came from us. And uh, they will also team up with Ernesto Perez Carrillo with the release of Duetto. Have you seen that or anything? Any sample? Nothing yet? I'm interested That that. doesn't spark the rumor mill right there. How many Ah. times have we seen collaborations, and it's not like Royal Agio couldn't make a purchase. Right. Yeah, they're a big company, folks. I mean, you may not know them, but they're, they're a monster out there, and... Actually, and he's done it once already. That's a good rumor. I'm, I made that up. I'm gonna go. With that. <laughs> that's that good. So speaking of that, that that's good. General Cigar years ago came out with the, I would say the worst launch in cigar history. 
they came out with a brand called Diablo. And the interesting thing about Diablo was a black box, chili pepper on it, dark cigar inside mm. of it, moderately priced, $3 to $6 or something, the mm. cigar was. And we took the brand on. I'm going back a lot of years ago. And even the advertising, the promotion part of it, is, this is strong as anything, right? And Diablo means devil. And the people that would buy the cigar would smoke it and be very, very disappointed in the cigar because it had no balls to it at all. It wasn't strong enough. Nothing. And the people that it was right for wouldn't touch it because it looked like it was strong. And you couldn't. there was other people that said it's Diablo, I won't even buy it because it's the devil. Mm-hmm. Everything went wrong with it. And they tried promoting it and they put a lot of effort into it in a very, very short period of time, throwing everything they could against the wall to try to get this moderately priced cigar to take off. They had little bobbleheads with devils on them, if you remember that. They put everything into this thing, and it fell flat, and it was off the market in less than six months. It was the quickest thing I ever saw. And their press release yesterday doesn't have much uh, confidence behind it either. So what are they doing with this, the the worst ever? The Punch Diablo is coming out. Punch is a a monster of a brand name, so you can... You could make the argument that it's just a line extension off a punch. Yeah, we'll see. In the press release yesterday, had the punch doll sitting in front of a microphone with a computerized voice telling the the details of the cigar. Dumb. Man, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I'm as crazy as it is. I can't wait to go see it. I want to try it. I want to know about it only because I know the back history of Diablo. But. Um, and you know what they, after they did Diablo, right back to back, the next cigar that came out was called Stradivarius, which is the violin. Yeah. And it was high end violin. You, I don't think they, they, they don't make them. This, this cigar was in the $20 price range way back in the day, came in its own little coffin and stuff. Complete flop. It was one to back to back to back. So maybe they got the Stradivarius coming out again, too. I don't know. They, they have the trademarks to them. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know, but. Punch Diablo, we'll see what ends up happening there. This next one, I've smoked. It's good. Uh, the 724 is coming out with a Connecticut blend. Ah. Named the WK Reserve after uh, Kurt Kendall's son. Ah. Um, the Ag- Agonorsa you Leaf. named this kid WK Reserve? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to acknowledge that. Uh, the company now known as Agonorsa Leaf will have a one-time release of 250 boxes of the Miami Anniversario Perfecto, 10-count boxes at 1350 a cigar. There will also be the Signature Collection, which is limited to 500 boxes of four sizes, Robusto 109 Corona and Gorda Toro from 9 to 12, and also the Agonosa Miami, Casa Fernandez, Miami, Connecticut. The Miami Anniversario Perfecto. Again, another Perfecto, mm-hmm. but 250 boxes worldwide. A box of 10. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in this, you've got to buy it right right away, including you retailers. 250 boxes total for everybody. It's nothing. Uh, Crown Heads, uh, the company is getting into the 60 ring gauge game with a 6x60 release of the Luminosa Giganti. That's a Lim- smart move. Uh, LE 2015. Connecticut wrapped, limited to 2,000 boxes of 12. And Crown Heads Court Reserve. 18. Going First time back, using court crown heads in a name. So yeah. going back to the 6x60 by them, 12 60 ring gauge cigars fit in the same space as 20 50 ring gauge cigars. And this, so they didn't have to change the box size ah. itself. 
Okay. Uh, Foundation Cigar has Wiseman Maduro Lancero line extension, seven and a half by forty box press Lancero in a five hundred box run at thirteen bucks, and Tabernacle Havana Seed Connecticut number one forty two. Expect to see that at the show. And one one forty two is the the varietal. Seed yeah, varietal, I, I think. believe so. Yeah. And uh, Roma Craft will once again be teaming up with Zycar for limited edition cutters and lighters, featuring company branding. And the company's coming off of its uh, sold-out Craft 2018, which will probably be displayed at the show. And they might even display Weaselitos, which will probably only be a European release. But the Petite Corona, the Neanderthal, Cro-Magnon, and Aquitaine now gets regular production here in the U.S. And Ed Sullivan loves that. I love it. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, our friend Steve Saka, releases the Sin Compromiso, available in five sizes, 13-count boxes. They'll run from $16 to $18.50. Todos Las Dias, line extension with the Mas Forte. Mas Forte. 10-count box. Does that mean wicked strong? Yes. Yeah, up here it does. Okay. More strong than the rest of the country, but wicked strong up here. There we go. 10-count uh, uh, box, a 6 by 46 Ed Sullivan, you like that. I like it. He uh, loves that. Eleven ninety-five. Uh, Toscano's got the Originale, which features the original 1818 blend and has an MSRP of five ninety-nine a cigar. And yeah. even though we touched our crown heads, uh, they just recently came out with a line extension on the uh, Four Kicks Maduro with a Lancero, um, even though that's a limited edition that will probably be on display at the show. Uh, Illusion, one-off, hitting the shelves now, and the Plus 53 will be on display, and we don't know when that's coming out. Uh, that's uh, an old brand, the Plus 53, and it's, I'll tell you, they, they nailed it on the one-off, uh, remembering what it tasted like before, much like I mentioned the Avo 22. The one-off tastes like the one-off tasted like. Did, can he pull it off at the Plus 53? Pricey cigar, it was unbelievable. Uh, we'll see if he ends up pulling that off. And uh, Tatuaje has their 15th anniversary Rosado. And then I believe this is the last in the Monster Series. That is correct. Would be the Bride being shown at the show. And Warp Cigars are still going to be around this year. They're going to be releasing the Grand Reserva 1988. EPC stays with his inch uh, 64 ring gauge line. And this is the Ringmaster. And then uh, as far as... What we have for information yeah. that Padron, Olivia, and Oliva, and Placencia, all possibly releasing new things, but no one putting no, press releases Pl out. Placencia got back to me last night that they are introducing ah. nothing new at the show. Okay, uh, they're going to concentrate on the sizes that they released last year. All right, so that's what we have so far, and uh, as I say, I'm going to report back from the show to Barry, and he's going to put them up as soon as we get the information uh, and put it up there of what's coming out. So that is that, and now it is time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. The Don Raphael Offer of the Day is brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? $200,000. I'm interested. Surgically, switch your thumb on your least dominant hand with your big toe on the same size, same side. All surgical costs and follow-up will be covered. $200,000, thumb to foot, foot to thumb. That's uh, some serious disfigurement there. If you had said a million, I'd be in. But 200000 I'm going to give that the big toe down. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll do it. Really? Yeah. Be careful, because he might have his checkbook out. Two hundred thousand. He, know, he knows that's a safe bet that I'm not going to pull that one. <laughs> yes. But really, you I, wouldn't be I, worth two hundred thousand to I, watch I, him do it. I would seriously consider it. Uh, now, Leaning toward yes. It, won't shoe fit be a problem going forward? The thumb would be longer, right? It's a little, it's a but little, it's, it's you can curl it up into a smaller space, so it, I think you'd be okay with the same shoes you have. Yeah, I'm still out. Your glove that would become a problem. <laughs> yes, but it's your non-dominant hand. Just don't wear a, don't wear a glove. I met a girl before that had a thumb. Had, her thumb was a, a toe. Do you have athlete's hand? I don't know, but <laughs> I, I seen it and I was freaking freaked out. I feel like people that are into feet would totally dig that because yeah. you could just be looking at someone's toe all if, the time. If I lost my thumb, I think I'd rather keep my thumb not there than put the toe on nah, the Well, if it's on your dominant hand, you need a thumb. Yeah. yeah. How are you going to turn the, the, the key? You need your thumb. You can't hmm. use the other hand. I don't know. I'm, I'd, I'd opt for no thumb than add the toe. Now I'm missing a toe. So what? You don't need your toes. Walk yes. around on half a nub. No, I think you, you it messes lose balance. With your balance. Yeah, you need the toe. Okay, the big you toe. Two you two geniuses. If toe. that was really a concern, why would there be a surgery to put a toe in place of a thumb? Thumbs are obviously more important. You've never heard of someone taking a thumb and making it a toe ever. No. But they make big toes into thumbs all the time. <laughs> all, all the time. All the time. <laughs> it's commonplace. I don't know about it's common. I don't know about that. Uh, early thoughts here on the Hammer and Sickle Berlin Wall Box Press. I got it. Nailed down. Ed Sullivan, you just came back from Portugal. Did you have a Portuguese muffin while you were there? It's like an oversized English muffin. It's a little sweeter. Did you have that? Wow, I, really? I, I didn't have the muffin, but I've had Portuguese bread, which has that background you know, sweetness to I would it. say you are right. I had Portuguese bread before. You got something there. You, you're not just an idiot. <laughs> hey, a broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah. And I've been Portuguese right. bread, which is... It's, it's a, a little, little sweetness. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a little salty component in there, which you, I'm picking that up as well. Very interesting. All right, we're going to go to break. When we come back... We have two uh, seconds left of the show. You're right. <laughs> Cigar dinners, high temperatures... Uh, Vegas is right around the corner. We're going to dig in and peek into the asylum and lots more. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice it's sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. 
Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Provider number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, 
The legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. Hey, what's up, people? This is David Ortiz, Big Papi from the Big Papi Cigar. You're listening to Cigar Atori. And we are back, broadcasting live from Studio 21. Yeah, a little headset issue over here. Uh, we're smoking the hammer and sickle Berlin Wall. What do you think? Good, I'm, good I'm go. To, it. Good go to. It's very good. Box of ten. 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 Box of ten. And a cool little travel case. Yeah, cool little travel case. So uh, I mentioned that they don't have a guest speaker at IPCPR at the opening gala or the closing thing that they're not even doing, uh, but. They are having, um, on Friday, they have lots of different events, learning things that happen um, for the retailer to help them out and for manufacturers, how to work with regulatory agencies. Very difficult. Something that's important because the manufacturers have to deal with these regulatory agencies and they bring somebody in uh, to say this is how you should do it. A lot of it, I bet, is going to have to do with you're going to get frustrated and you're going to get angry, and that's not the way to approach them. Um, undercovering growth opportunities via benchmarking. I don't know what that is. but um, And the, all these events were supposed to be at the Westgate. I'm imagining that They're those They're now moved. at the Las Vegas Convention okay. Center. Uh, Place-making and visual merchandising. Very interesting to me. I'll, I'll attend that, too. The world premiere of Hand Rolled. We've never talked about this yet. Yeah, we mentioned it in Cigar News a few okay. weeks ago. It was a movie funded uh, in part or mostly by Pete Johnson of Tatuai, and it's going to have its uh, initial showing at the trade show. Yeah, at 4.30 to 6 o'clock, and we're going to get to see the opening of it, and then I guess immediately following that, it's going to start showing up. The, he posted something on Facebook that they're trying to get it into a larger distribution to have it streaming on a service like Netflix. Oh, all right. I was hoping they would be available for sale at DVD at the show, carry them in the stores, uh, but they're looking for a larger distribution. All right. So I'll look for that. Um, and um, lunchtime learning sessions, which I participated in last year. I will not be doing it this year, but... Right at lunchtime, we usually go into the little cafeteria area, little caf gigantic cafeteria area. They have a stage set up, and little lunchtime learning things are happening there. Um, the federal uh, update um, with having to do with um, IPCPR and, and what they're doing federally will be one of them. Um, and there's going to be something with Cigar Aficionado, a manufacturer's panel, a retailer's best practice. In the last day which is the short day that a lot of people take off and leave early. They're having a $10,000 drawing on the last day, but you must be present to win. They're trying to keep people to hang on, and chance to win $10,000 is I'm going to be there anyway. I need every second that I can have on that trade show floor because I'm trying to do a, couple, a few things at the same time. Right. So uh, that's um, what's going on. Right now it's time to take in, a peek into the asylum. From our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, haha. 
It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. In terms of planets, one planet stands out. Uranus. It's the only planet that's on a tilt, and now researchers know why. Billions of years ago, Uranus was penetrated by a large object that turned it sideways, just like our own Mr. Jonathan. The blow didn't make full penetration as it just glanced off the atmosphere, keeping everything intact. However, it was rough enough that it proves sometimes just the tip counts, and that's not only insane, it's asylum. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho. Could have been worse. <laughs> the funny farm where life Could is have beautiful been worse. all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. Jonathan knows all about penetration. I think I've been in more asylums than <laughs> any other topic. Yeah? Low-hanging fruit. Fruit? We got a cigar dinner coming up. Cigar Dinner Under the Stars. It's Wednesday, July 25th, 2018, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. There's a place local by called the Tuscan Kitchen. The food is phenomenal. Really is good. Uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner, doesn't matter. It's fantastic. Um, they put tents outside so that we can smoke, and um, we'll be eating outside too. $65 a person gives you four cigars and a full meal. We did it for the father and son so sensational. Oh, my God. You can't eat there for $65. No. I don't even know how this is being pulled off. But Best meatballs I've ever had were at that father-son-daughter dinner. Yeah. So uh, there'll be raffles and all kinds of stuff. Because you haven't had my broccoli meatballs. Yeah, that would probably be the worst. Yeah, he sneaks them in, but he's not fooling anybody. No. Puts broccoli inside a meatball. But anyway, You're uh, welcome. seating is limited. Don't wait because people waited for the father and son thing, and it sold out so fast. And this is right around the corner, July 25th. So uh, hurry. If you're in this area, you want to participate, you should. It'll be a good time. Please come. That's it. You got something in the mailbag? I think we squeezed everything in that we need to. All right. Following message submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. I know IPCPR is coming up and will present an opportunity to work on securing the firecracker for 2019. Ah. I'm going on record and putting it out now. Black Diamond Firecracker 2019. Hashtag mm. JC Newman. This is this person, Carl. That's interesting. The problem with that is the people that make the Black Diamond, not the J.C. Newman people, but the people that actually make it, which is the Fuente people, have yet to ever make something in time. Everything is delayed, delayed, delayed all the time. When I tell you the Black Diamond, it's got to be a good five years. Every year they said next year it's coming out, next year, and it took five years for it to, to eventually end up coming out. Well, they just had that partnership with that watch company. Maybe they'll actually be on time. Ah, they could use a watch. They had their 100th anniversary, yeah. and the 100th anniversary cigar never came out. And they said it'll come out in year 101, and that came and left, and it still never came out. So I can't, I can't deal with that. I love them, but I can't deal with not being there. Well, you could but place got, the order and have it be delivered. Uh, I got two in mind. I'm going with the intention of... Finding the firecracker for next year. I have two in mind. I'm not going to say it because I want them to be the first to know. Okay. 
and uh, we'll see uh, if, oh. I can, if I can land it. I was just thinking that new Hemingway size should be the Hemingway Lost Chapter. Lost Chapter. That's my vote for the name on the new Hemingway. At least he wasn't talking about Uranus. Yes. <laughs> oh, so we don't know what the name is. We just know it's a Hemingway. They got a short story. They got a... Untold story. Yeah. But they also have a signature and um, what's the other one? Bestseller. No, what's the biggest size? Uh, the classic. 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 Oh, classic would, would be mm -hmm. a, a book, right? A classic. Yeah. The Lost Chapter. The Lost Chapter. It's good. Although they have the Lost or the Hemingway Manuscript. It's a little long. Could be a 60 ring gauge. Or will it be something in Spanish that we can't pronounce? They haven't done that with the other line, so I'm going to yeah. vote no. All right. All right. So you're not going to have Jonathan with you really quickly. Who are you going to be spending your nights with? Ah, so I do have a night with um, the folks at J.C. Newman. Eric, Eric. Uh, I don't know if his brother's going to attend, but Eric for sure. Uh, a night with Nick Perdomo. A night with Nelson Alfonso. A night with Hochi Blanco. And then there's two others. And these are firecracker people. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll leave that out. We've got to watch for you on Instagram to see if you uh, tag yourself in at any of these dinners. There we go. And then you'll get an idea. Maybe I will if the person says, yes, I will do it. And then we, we make the announcement, maybe? Could be. From the uh -huh. show? Is How that a big announcement? With, with Mr. So-and-so? Well, you know it's not those people. Hashtag boom. Although... If, if Eric's listening to the show and he says, yeah, we could do that, but I would, I, I would need a absolute it's going to be here. Well, it could be for 2020, and you have it ordered for 2018, or 19 yeah. rather, and then we have that it. That is a strong cigar, and it would make for a firecracker, black diamond firecracker. It sounds actually good. What was the name of the firecrackers? Wasn't it diamond something? Firecrackers? Black Diamond Firecracker? That's matches. There's a Black oh. Diamond match. Oh. Weren't there some Blackjack ones, maybe? Or black something? Hat? Black Cat, yeah. All my Firecrackers had Chinese writing on the packages. Yeah, you got the cheap ones? You got the cheap ones. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hammer and Sickle, Berlin Wall, Box Pressed. Look at this. Nubbing it down there. You, you smoke this fast. Yeah. It's Portuguese muffins, man. <laughs> a little sweet, a little salty. Yeah. Especially if you toast them up. They make a great uh, burger bun. Oh, yeah. How would it be as a French toast, Portuguese French toast, using the I'm Portuguese down bread? Huh? Mm, it I'm would down absorb to try. a lot because it's a lot good. of butter. Mm. Because it's good for you. Butter. Yeah, that would be so freaking good. <laughs> Did you see Ed Sullivan, what he jumps on top of for his diet? Yeah. Oh, you talked butter. about butter. I'll go it's with good that. good for you. Start eating it by the stick. You won't right. gain any weight. That's it. Next week, while the cat's away, the boys are going to play. No Dave show next week. Uh, I will not be calling in on Skype. I won't have any information, but I'm going to feed Barry. So go to thecigarauthority.com. Get your information as it's breaking. I'm going to feed him. Uh, watch um, the Cigar Authority website for details. Until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And I'm sure you've learned not much else during the last two hours, but always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.